yo. What's good, peoples? What's going on? It's your boy Fabs. It's your boy Milo. And we're here to bring you Layers of a Life. Life. Yeah, yeah. So, again, what, what are we doing? Another episode, man. We're here, man. We're good. We're Num- here. Number 17, 17 and 17 today. Flipping, no, I can't. I can't. It's. <laughs> We've seen the 20 mark. Keep, the, the number just keeps going up and up and up. But, Soon you know, the 20 mark. this is it. But, you know, we're always here to try and give you a little. A little something more every week in these things. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely so. so. Um, so yeah, it's your boy Milo and Fabs, and today we're joined as well. It's not just two of us here today. Um, so we're joined um with a good guest of with a guest of ours, a good friend of ours. Um, goes by the name of Jermaine. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let him introduce himself. <laughs> hey, people, what's up? How you doing? First of all, I just want to say to both Fabs and Miles, thank you for having me on the episode today, and. It's going to be a wonderful conversation. No problem, bro. Of course. 100%, man. 100%. 100%. No, we, don't, we don't want to have no one else on. 100 trust me. <laughs> Amen. Um, just to let you know, if you're wondering why Jermaine's sounding like this, he's actually over the phone, just letting you know. Yeah, okay. unfortunately, he's not physically in, in yes, the studio here over us. unfortunately. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> just to disclaim on the sound quality, hopefully it is all going to be good anyway. But yeah, if you're thinking, why does he sound like he's underwater? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we move same way. We move same way, man. Trust me, but no. At least this is a way of still trying to obviously, you know, bring something to you guys, regardless um, if you know Jermaine's a hero or not, kind of thing, you know. So, yeah, Um, yeah, boys. So um, today's topic is gonna be um, it's gonna be um, a different topic, Uh, probably something that we haven't really touched upon um, before. Um, Today we're gonna be speaking about grievance. Yeah, quite a heavy top, um, quite a heavy topic to be fair. Yeah. Um, but again, we're always here to give you the conversations and topics that need to be discussed. Um, but before we even get into that a bit, I feel like I want Jermaine to just talk a bit more about himself and what he's doing, and just give our listeners a bit of update of what of, of what's going on for him. Hey, that's so. How do you sum this up in a little sentence quickly? Uh, so yeah, I double in the media field too. Uh, with a radio station called Unity Extra, just plugging that up there right quick. Please yeah, do plug that in, plug yourself <laughs> in, bro. Plug it in. Yeah. Also do music as well, which I've been a bit stagnant with at the moment, dealing with so much other things in life, but definitely not forgotten about. So, yeah, I'm just in a space where this is a topic that we're talking about. I've went through something that I want to say tragic, but it's inevitable because death comes to everybody. But it's definitely something that until you go through losing a loved one like your mother or grandmother who played an important role in your life, it's very life-changing. Mm-hmm. So for me, going through that sort of stage in life now is, yeah, I'm just trying to stay sane and focused and also get back into things I was doing before, but give it 150% this time. 100%, that's the energy, man. That's the energy. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, man. Hundred percent. Um. Again. Um. Obviously, thank you very much for obviously you know being on here to obviously you know speak about this and everything. Um. And yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not exactly uh um a uh, discussion that a lot of people obviously wanna like speak about and so forth. But like you said, it's um you know something like this is definitely an inevitable. Mm. Um. It's a process. Yeah. It's it's a part of life. Believe it or Literally. not. Do you get what I'm saying? It is a part of life, and, and it's you know it's a bit of a it's a tricky one as well because. I feel like particularly this year, there's been a lot of like, I mean, obviously we know people pass away every day all year, like, but this year just feels like it's so much more in your face. And really like is. with the whole co- with my people that, you know, passed away from COVID and then the amount of celebrities and it's just, it's like there's something in the air. It's and it's lot. been like, it's, yeah. I feel like it's been a, a strain on, for me personally, 
it's been a strain on my energy. Um, even if I don't personally know people, um, the thought of them no longer being around mm-hmm. haunts me sometimes. Yeah. So, for example, um, Rusty So Chadwick Boseman, like that whole um, story about how he's he he knew he was diagnosed from from for a while, and he's done all of these magnificent magnificent movies. He's put so much content out there for people to thrive off and you know use to feed their souls and purposes. And it's crazy how you honestly, really and truly, never really know what people are going through until something happens something and happens, when, yeah. it's, when it's something tragic like this it makes you really start to have a bit of self-value and worth about your life and the things you're doing because you're like we always we always told that tomorrow's not promised but you never mm-hmm. really think that it's not yeah. promised you, never, mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you never think to yourself oh you know what I might not actually wake up tomorrow you know what I mean this is which it. is crazy because you're not obviously meant to think like that but again it's just one of those unexpected inevitables in life yeah it's you know so what I mean definitely. and you know it's it's, it's it's mad because it's like there's a lot of people, um, you know, I feel that actually, you know, take life for granted. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and it's like, especially with what's been happening this year as well, you have to really sit down and think to yourself, wow, like, God forbid, but it could be me next kind of thing. Do you get what I mean? So, I mean, I understand there's a lot of people that like to obviously do things before they, you know, before they do pass and everything like that. But um, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this is probably where, like, we need to... Number one, like obviously start doing things. Um, I mean, we need to think, I think we just need to be a bit more mindful of what we do with ourselves. And, you know, we need to look after ourselves a lot more and everything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like the body is such a complex thing. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, you know, even sometimes I don't really understand my body sometimes. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? You know? But I also feel like it's a, it's a double-edged sword because it's like, some people will have the perspective of, I mean, if I'm going to die, I might as well live recklessly and do whatever I want. But then on the other hand, you could be like, you know what? I want to live the best life I can possibly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and be vigilant. And, you know what I mean? So yeah. there really is two ways to look at it. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, finding out what works for you best is is important. Otherwise, you just go through life just going through it without yeah. any sort of really intention set. Mm-hmm. Um, and Definitely. I feel like, yeah. yeah. I feel like if you, when you know what you kind of want from life, um, you kind of work towards it through that. Yeah. But then, you know what? Yeah. Funny, funny that being said, I genuinely feel like there's a lot of people out there and I've been one of them, but I'm not, I'm no longer one of those people now, if I would say, but we're lost in life. I mean, you, and when I mean lost in life, you may have like a, you may have aspiration in like your profession and what you want to do or idea of it. But in regards to like your life setup, like if it's something that you aspire to, be married one day if it's that you want kids if it's you want to travel the world if it's uh certain accomplishments we more times work towards that but life on the whole just ends up throwing different challenges along your course Mm -hmm. and that distracts you already from what it is that you aspire to be and then you become lost almost just living just every day just comes whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about those reckless people and not reckless people, but people that want to just live recklessly because, hey, you're going to die anyway. And what's the rule to life? Is there a way to live life? So it brings me to the point where it's mm-hmm. each to their own. Like some people want to be more focused in life. They want to at least know when they've died, I've accomplished this more on a serious note on life than the others that couldn't care less about that. They could as long as they know that they had the best run-ins whilst they were alive, mm, they'd mm. done things where a lot of people wanted to, but never had, I don't want to say the balls to, but 
just never ultimately did. it probably is sometimes mm-hmm. it is not having the balls to do it because I feel like a lot of the time we spend that's the thing as well we spend a lot of time thinking and wondering about what how people perceive what we're doing that mm. we miss our we we make ourselves miss out on certain yeah. opportunities and experiences because we're so stuck on whatever what, people are doing. exactly and what people are doing what they're thinking how they perceive what we're doing and I feel like again that's just it's just not a way to live life but again like you said some people can get lost in the sense of they start to look into that more so than what they actually want to do and how mm. they want to live that they get so blindsided by it all and they're like you know what I'm just not going to do this anymore because xyz is looking or xyz has said it might not work out or whatever and in a way that's kind of like living in fear and yes. i feel like with everything that's been happening in the world this year i feel like all the fear that you could possibly live in has been experienced like i mean what it's, more can we do now to be scared of life it's like, in front of us <laughs> it's in front of us no literally, it's around like, us do you know what i'm saying right literally and, and that's the worrying thing as well i really feel like there's not even like a lot of things in place to kind of like you know like like excuse that if that makes sense because this is so in your face it's in the media like it's everywhere you 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 go really do you get what I'm saying mm. you know um yeah so it's just a matter of just I don't know I think it depends on what your perception is in life mm. everyone's got different perspe- per- perceptions and you know I guess it kind of like goes from that really yeah. but me personally I mean I feel like it's best to obviously yeah live your life but also kind of know what you're doing you know, yeah. don't know what you're doing indeed. Um, so, so I was going to interject there really quickly. So Jermaine, for you, how have things been since, you know, you've had some close family members passing away? Like how, 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 how has this year been for you in regards of, of that? Because I, I know personally it's been a heavy one and I, I want you to kind of like be able to really start off your shoulders, really. So this, yeah, this year for me has been a very interesting one I would say to be honest because it started off really great mm. in a sense of traveling business was good mentally I was very stable <laughs> and then coming back to the country March lockdown happened then everything just started descending from there mm. and as you know um, well I lost my grandma in April ending of March sorry and my mum early April and then from there, it's, it's been very tough in regards to just the dynamics of your family's changed mm. automatically. Two, um, two very, I can imagine it was two very important members mm-hmm. of the household and the family as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And females as well. I'm, yeah. why, why, why I say females? Because you know what? I am going to give so much respect to females right now because mm-hmm. without females, like us as men, we, we kind of... We, I don't know what our foundation would be. I'm sorry mm. to say. No, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. Without, yeah, without, without the feminine energy and, the fem- and divine femininity, like we wouldn't exist. We wouldn't right. be here. Right. Right. Yeah. So definitely losing these two strong females in my family is like, or most of us in my family has been kind of headless or moving headlessly for mm. the last few months. And we, we, the year's almost done. And it feels like you're still in the same sort of cycle from when it happened yeah. in March and April. And it's like, I don't know when would this ever end. Clearly, it's never going to end because it's something that you're going to have to, or so I'm told now, you have to find a way with living with it. It will never change. This mm. is something where you will never see these people again. Um, so your thinking just changes automatically with a lot of things. You, you start viewing life differently. You view the people in your life very differently. You view your moral standards things you believe in things you wanted to do 
just very differently. And mm. for me, I'm at a stage where all of that has impacted the way I've been living now. But ultimately, I'm I'm not trying to get to a breaking point in a sense where there's just no going back. And I feel like death can cause two things in people. You can either excel and be the best you can be to honour those people who you lost or you literally can't cope or deal with the loss in your life and you just go off the rails. Mm. And who's to say what's the right or wrong one, if that makes sense, yeah. each to their own. Literally. And, that, and that's, I feel like that's the key thing to highlight that. There is no manual yeah. or guide on how to mm-hmm. grieve. And everyone also, grieves in different ways. Some people wouldn't even grieve until about five years, ten years after the incident had yeah. happened. You know what I mean? It all depends. And it's just, yeah, it's a crazy dynamic. Um, I feel like for you, you're just you're really strong-minded in the sense that this has been your approach because, like, I, I've known you for a long time, Jermaine. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and there's, certain, there's certain, certain circumstances that happen in life and you feel like, you know what, this might be the breaking point. And the fact that this for you has, if anything, encouraged you to step into yourself more and be and hold yourself in the light and, you know, be more vain of yourself and realise who you are as a person, I feel like it's, it's probably the best sort of response to have because, again, you've taken the highway. You, you was like, you know mm-hmm. what? I can literally sit around and mope. And when, especially when you're around family who are in the same spiritual sense of like their spiritual self is so weak because of what's happened physically in the world, um, mm. it's so easy to just disconnect. And at the same time, when you do disconnect, it's expected because it's a loss. You know what I mean? But the yeah. fact that you're able to literally do the complete opposite, bro, like, hats, hats off, off to you. Literally, jinx. jinx. <laughs> 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 real talk, hats off to you, man, because, like, yeah, I, I could only imagine. I could only imagine. Trust but I feel me. like at the same time, you, have you had in mind, like, did you think to yourself, was there a light bulb moment where you was like, you know what, I can't just sit here around and be stressed, like, did you have that light bulb moment or did you always just, is this just your natural reaction to everything? No, because, well, as you said, not as you said, but you've known me for long and I've low-key been a very depressed or negative without knowing, thinking things into existence when it's not there. So mm. I've not always been the sort of person, but for me, that light bulb moments every day, even when I'm in my lowest mm. moments, if I'm honest with you, where it's like, mm. no, my mum's actually... And sometimes, if I'm honest with you, it's like I don't even know who I'm grieving first because it's like my grandma passed first, but then my mum. And, like, it's just a lot, isn't it? Mm. But what my point is, when I remember that both of them are no longer here, everything else almost becomes irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Like, hey. literally almost becomes irrelevant, where why are you even stressed off this other thing here where the most tragic thing that can happen in one's life is losing their mum I feel like and your dad if your dad's not around in your lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but any one of your parents I feel like if you were close with them even if you wasn't it's just a parent you you can't get back and you definitely yeah. can't replace yeah. a parent or feel, a child I feel like it makes you also realise the dynamic of it makes you start to also realise how much you'd probably need to value some family members more yes, so because true. I feel like to some degree, for some of us, we go through a space where we're like, yeah, we're old enough now. Like, we leave the family house or we're doing our own thing and we're not in always constant communication or contact. Like, I'm just like, you know what, I'm doing me. Um, and it sucks because at, there's certain times where the regret or the what if comes in where we're like, okay, cool, I, I, I wish or I regret not spending more time with X, Y, Z or mm-hmm. what if I had spent more time with, um, with X, Y, Z? Would this have changed? Would things have been different? Um, 
and it, it, again, it just can take you, it can spiral you out of control. So it's, it's such a sticky situation. And I feel like for me, like I said, I feel like my response to a lot of these things is shock. Like I'll be in shock for like a week before I realise how I want to deal with certain stuff. Like when my boy passed away about two years ago now, two, three years, oh wow, shit, it's been a long time. It feels like it was just out of the day. Like, <laughs> um, that, that shook me. I didn't leave my house for a whole week. Like I literally was in bed and every time I would go on social media, I would see a picture of his face or I would see someone else grieving over it. And it just, it was, I was like, I just felt yeah, drained. Like yeah. seeing, especially when you see the pictures of people, like it, it starts to cement it into your head that it's actually real. You don't want to believe it until you start to see people doing these things. And you're like, I'm never actually going to physically feel or see this person again. Like, and it's crazy because then I feel like from then onwards you start thinking about these people so much more often. It's a, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's, a, it's a it's crazy. Like we said, there's no manual for it, really. Yeah. No manual whatsoever. And if anyone ever tries telling you you shouldn't be acting like this or you should be moving like this, I told them go sit down in a corner. <laughs> because, <laughs> honestly, because until you like, it's that whole saying like, until you've walked in that person's shoes, you cannot suggest or yeah, advise anything. You literally, yeah, opinions literally. You invalid. really can't. It's and that's life. one of those things in life. Like you, you can only just imagine someone that's gone through a loss like that and understand why they're moving the way they're moving. But hey, they're entitled to move exactly how they want to move. Mm-hmm. If they. I, before going through like this experience myself, I never understood grief. I still don't even understand it, to be honest with you. I don't even know if I'm in the process or if I'm going to be one of those people, maybe two years down the line, I may be very different to how I'm talking now Mm -hmm. in regards to it's really hitting me. Not like it's not hitting me now, but I never understood it before in regards to how people took grief in regards to their actions after and stuff. It's like, you're still human though. You still know what's right from wrong. Mm -hmm. That's how I used to look at it, if I'm honest. Mm that when they're not misbehaving, but the ones who kind of go off the rails, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. Like I've got one of my cousins, I won't say their name or whatever, when they lost their dad, they completely, their life has changed since then Mm. to the point where it still affected them now, Mm. where they're inside, you know what I'm saying, but inside. And all of those things have been from since their dad has passed. Yeah. Wow, this has been uh, how many years has it been now? Uh, I think five years now. Mm. Yeah, almost five or six years probably. And it's like some people really. It could take ten years. It could be, some people take it through the whole of their life moving forward. Mm. And until you again, it's just one of those ones where, as human beings, we're very quick to judge people or have opinions of people or whatever it is. But we don't understand why they are the way they are. Mm. I think people need to take a sit back sometimes and understand why one is the way they are instead of just looking at it like oh you shouldn't be like this or you should be this mm, way yeah I feel like, what is like, there, like I feel like it's not our place to understand people but just to respect them yeah that's you know? what we can do yeah, I, I feel like that. Yeah. yeah I respect that yeah like, I feel like yeah I feel like because who are we like, to mm, judge anyone yeah. and then we all go through stuff we're all human beings we all make errors we all make judge, like, Ill, mm. Ill judgments mm-hmm. so I feel like all you can do really is send your best wishes and move on with that. Like you can't, as much as we're all entitled to, entitled to our opinions, fair enough, but doesn't mean your opinion needs to be heard every single time on every single subject. You know what I mean? Some things need to be kept to yourself and just keep it moving and learn to respect people and what they're doing and their wishes. Trust me. What I was going to um, say, Jermaine, um, 
if you don't mind me asking, um, did you have any coping mechanisms for you to kind of like, you know, um, deal with um, your grievance exactly? coping mechanisms i would say, i'm gonna say this first one but then i'm gonna counteract it as well after because as i said you look at so much things differently but having a support system in place whether whether that's like good friends who you see as family mm. family period but not all of it's great to be honest with you because um you want to be around people who are going to still tell you the truth mm-hmm. mm. And not just be treating you as sympathy or, um, how do I put it? Giving you like a, is, are you trying to say that more like a, like giving that like unneeded or pity because of your situation? Yeah. Yeah. And you really see the difference in someone who's genuinely trying to like support you, what support you going through what you're going through and mm. someone who's just, yeah, just showing you pity just for that one day. Yeah. Or that one communication that they've communicated to you. And for me, those things, that, and why I say be careful of that, because those things can actually, they can make you worse. Yeah. Because then you actually start thinking, what kind of fuck? Sorry. What, what no, you, you, you can swear. You can, it's just okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Let me be free. What kind of fuck is, like, kind of is this? Like, literally, like, is this how we are as human beings where? Like, we really don't care about what that person's gone through, but we just want to just... Uh, I know what you mean. I feel like we're, I feel I, like we're in the. Bro, I feel like I, we're I in it. we're in that era it. of it because even mm-hmm. on social media, mm. people will sit there and tell you how to live your life or what you've done isn't nice or what you've done isn't that. But who are you to give an opinion on what I've done? Right. You right. didn't. You, you're not part of this. Right. You're from the outside looking right. in. Like I said, you can have your opinion, but it's not always needed to be heard. Nope. And you know, yeah, people are going to be people, so you're going to expect all of this. But exactly. what I would say is the only person who you have to have these conversations with is the Lord, because He's the only one that's going to be judging you when you Amen. die. That's yeah? right. Not these people out here. And for me, I have not, I haven't really been one of those people to speak confidently in how I'm talking now here. But for me, one of those coping mechanisms for me is well right now. And I'm going to say for me, because it's a personal thing. When I have those light bulb moments, like my mum and grandma is no longer here. No one's going to bring them back for me. Mm-hmm. Your opinions and your your judgments, whatever it was that I was so focused on before, is completely irrelevant to me. And what I'm trying to be careful of is that I don't get to, not a bit of stage, but just... Uh, turn nasty turn very mm. cold to mm. the world to people because mm. you can get, you, there's you can a very you can very easily like, get easily, there yeah, you can very, very easily, easily get there yeah very easy mm-hmm. very easy and there's a part of you that's 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 already that already has that from being angry at the situation whether you're angry at i don't know whoever it is that you blame for mm. the death of your loved one what in my just talking off the records you know in my case it could be some of the people within the hospital I can't blame the hospital because I've always believed it's not the school that's bad it's the kids that's in the school mm-hmm. sort of concept if you get one mm-hmm. if you get my drift mm-hmm. uh, my whole views on this COVID thing is very <laughs> that's a whole conversation in yeah. itself because <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about that <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like wow when I think of those things it, the anger is there the frustration is there but who does this who, who's it who, serving 
who, yeah, who's it serving? Or where do you aim these emotions at? Mm. So then I start thinking, you know, what? one thing I try not to do is question the Lord. Everything happens for a reason. I've always believed yeah. that before my mum and grandma passed, so why is that going to change now? Mm. Yeah. And again, for me, you, you, you know... You, you lot all know my, my little saying, like, I, I just don't believe in coincidences. Like, yeah. I don't feel like anything that happens in life is like a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, because you've done something bad, this is what's going to happen to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Karma and stuff is very real and stuff, but ultimately I feel like life experiences and situations, there's a lesson to be learned from it. This there's something it. that is there within this experience that is telling you this is what you need to do. And I feel like for you, you might see it now as well as your mindset and these, having these light bulb moments every day. That might be what the it sounds crazy, but it might be what the blessing in disguise is that you're no, able to have you're able crazy, to have more bro. mental clarity with yourself and you're able to be more understanding of how you want to live your life and how you want things to be for yourself and what you really really want. Sometimes it does take a shift and a big shock for us to realize, okay, now is the time to start acting on doing whatever I was I wanted to do because, you know, I don't know how long I've got. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. And again, what you said is so true right now. For me personally, I'm gonna plug this as well. But Greenleaf has been one of my series right now. I just hey, I can't lie. Hey, I'm fucking Greenleaf heavy. <laughs> Greenleaf is bad. I'm yeah, to watch that yeah, this week. Actually, no, I just finished watching the um, season five. I can't lie. Good in it. Proper good still. Proper good. Good in it. What about what about it was like? What about it has been has made it your 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 show kind of thing. For me, it's the closest to reality when you talk about religion, spirituality, mm. life challenges. And when I'm saying life challenges, I'm talking real life challenges in regards to just family secrets that have shaken the dynamics of mm. your family in the generations. Yeah. Uh, people that deal with, I don't want to say problems like they're problems when I say this. So let me put that out there before I say what I say. But problems like adultery, uh, what else was highlighted in that? Adultery. Uh, even um, Sexuality. Yeah. Um, I was even going to say even like, uh, um, um, like just because what's, what's the, um, is it Sophia? She, how, she's, she, she got um, exposed yeah. by, her, by her school people for like sending a nude to her boyfriend and stuff like stuff like that. Like, because right, she's a religious person, you wouldn't think that that's what religious people would do. Mm. But it shows you that, nigga, these people are humans. Like they're going to do these things as well. You know what I mean? There we go. There we go. And for me as well, like I've, I've stepped away from my religious pathway for many years now. I wouldn't classify myself as a Christian anymore, even though that was my upbringing and going to a Catholic school and whatnot. But watching Greenleaf for me and this year, having my mum and grandma pass and stuff, I don't know if these are signs what God showed me, like you really, you were saved. It's not mm-hmm. like I wasn't saved or baptised and gone through these things where you, once a Christian, you're always a Christian at heart even if you walk away from it for different reasons or whatever mm. but it's like and I guess that's what they call being straying away from your faith and all these things in life life takes you away from so much different things as you get older but it's about somehow coming back to your foundation or whatever and I don't know for me if this is what it is mm. to come back to this religious pathway do, do, and do why I say that sorry to you off, but I was going to say do you know what I feel like it is your experience being personalized for yourself without the title of it, mm-hmm. because you will start to feel mm-hmm. like, oh, because I've grown up in a Christian household, I have to like be a Christian, I have to go to church, I have to do these things. But again, I feel like that's how we've just been 
brainwashed to think. Really and truly, we all know that our own personal relationships with God is all that matters because how can you have an opinion and tell me that I'm not praising God or worshipping God in the correct way? What is the correct way? Just because I don't go to church. How do you know I'm not praying five times a day? You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like the understanding of religion and God has just been a bit, it will sometimes it will take these situations as well to give you some clarity. So just to add on to what you're saying, yeah, like I feel like sometimes you might go through these things to, and God will kind of test you and give you your your understanding of what life is. And also to add on to that, people feel because you're not a religious person, you you, you don't believe in God. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? God is very much real and exists. Like no one's ever said that. No one's ever said that that's not the case. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just wanted to interject there because it was on my mind that I would have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, add as we go, add as we go. But it's the truth, man. Like, nothing in this world just happened by chance. Mm-hmm. Or certain things that you can't explain. Can you explain what it is if it's not good? I don't want to hear no Big Bang Theory or... <laughs> like, <laughs> and even if you do, even if that is your theory, yeah, what caused that? Did it just happen by itself? Because every course has... Every effect had a course. Mm, 100%. So what was the cause of that effect? Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's just certain things that are unexplainable in this world, but I guess that's where faith comes into it. What you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. And it's your, it's your perception. It's what you believe in. If I have gone to research X, Y, Z, and that's what I believe in, how can you tell me what I believe is wrong when you haven't gone to read it yourself? Right. You know what I mean? So these are irrelevant people. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like when it comes to relationships with God, it's so personalized to yourself. No one can sit there and tell you, oh, maybe if you pray a bit harder, this is going to happen in your life. Because you people will be praying and doing the same shit you're doing and not changing your and not changing your actions, yet you you're praying for different things to happen in your life. It's not going to work. Um, I, I was going to say, Jermaine, have you um, have you have you attended church um, since kind of like recently? Yeah, since everything's happened. Uh, no, okay, I cool. actually haven't. Okay, the only reason why I ask that is because I just wanted to obviously make people aware that, you know what, just because um, you obviously are, um, you know, following, you know, a religion, you actually don't have to actually, like, go to church. Obviously, yes, it would be, like, nice for you to do so and, and so forth. But again, like you guys were saying, mm. at the end of the day, you've you've got your own personal relationship with God and no one will be able to take that away from you. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because um, I, I agree. I feel like going to church, I get why people go. You're obviously in the presence of the Lord. You're in the presence of other people who are of, of the same faith and believers. So the faith, even when you do go to church, let's be real, because the times that I have gone to church, I went to church last year, was it? No, I went to church. No, it was this year. Was it last year? I don't remember. But it was for my, god, my, my goddaughter's um, naming ceremony. And when I went, the message in the church service that day slapped me in the face, like literally slapped me in the face. And I feel like every time that I go to church or I listen to a priest or a pastor or something, the message always resonates that to... Triggers you guys. Literally, literally. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going at this point. But actually, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so when you do go to church, sometimes I understand like the importance of it. But again, that is not to mean that you can't have your personal relationship outside of that. Mm-hmm. Because what if I don't want to be around everyone? Because not everyone, not everyone who goes to church is yeah, a person of, of good faith. <laughs> you know I mean, you find some grimy people in church. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, you and you don't even want to be around people. What if you just want to have that personal connection with God in the comfort of your own home? Yeah. And I feel like it gets to a point where everyone is allowed to do, like, like we've said, your opinion's great but I'm going to do what I feel like is best for myself. Mm-hmm. Keep your opinions to yourself. Um, listen, one thing with me, I don't know how, this is what 
one of the reasons why I even walked away from religion the first, not the first time, like it'll be many times, yeah. But it's for me, I don't know how you could walk a particular pathway, but then you're so hypocritical at the same time. If yeah. this is a pathway that's supposed to be preaching love, how mm. are you showing hate in certain other aspects of life? Mm. Is, this, is this is this now a selective Christian? Because mm. there's a lot of selective Christians nowadays. You like to take from the Bible and apply this to this, then other things. It's a it's a different ball game. And for me, like if you're if if you're this loving person on a whole as Jesus loved every human being, why are you over here trying to portray yourself one way? You also sin too, mm. but you're the first to be cast in the stone. Yeah. Mm. And there's a lot of I feel like we're in church right now. <laughs> like this Holy Sunday. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> yeah, man. People just need but, to walk in their truth. Do you get what I mean? And that's what a lot mm. of people are not doing they're not walking in their truth do you get what I mean you can't be delivering something when you're not following it yourself mm. as they say practice no, what you preach right right you know I mean practice what you preach um I was gonna say as well I had an, um, another question um Jermaine um it's, it's in relation to triggers because um I'm pretty sure um for some people um especially for me as well um when I've obviously like you know, lost someone, there would be certain things that would maybe like remind me of the person and so forth. Um, and I don't know. Um, I don't know if that would, ha- that happens like for you, but if it does happen for you, um, how do you go about kind of like, yeah, coping with it exactly? Again, I'm on this, like, I take each day as it comes. Mm-hmm. Some days you're going to be really up or try to be like literally you try to force yourself to be up like you can't be in this down day again day three and you still in this depressed like something's gotta give now like yeah. even if you got forced that smile on your face but for me in those moments like yesterday was one of those it was my auntie's 60th and even before this whole covid thing and stuff she was gonna be doing a big thing because it's her 60th and my mom before she even passed she had already ordered her dress to wear to dysfunction from Late last year, I think it was. Oh, As you know, so female they like to be prepared. Especially so mothers. Like, mothers when they get when they get to a certain yeah, age, they're like, yeah, I need to prepare from like six months in advance. Like. <laughs> right. So she was already she was talking about that from last year. And the fact that this day has actually come, which was yesterday. And even in this is my auntie now, so this is her sister who she lost. Mm, and yeah. mother as well. So she, everyone's lost someone within this whole whatever sort of yeah. relationship you're looking at it as so for me it's my mother and grandma grandmother for her my auntie is her sister and mother so we're mm. around the dinner table all the family's there and stuff like that but for me i don't know how people could at each to their own remember that but for me there's just a there was few moments where it's like how are we all just laughing having a good time here mm. Mm. eating like what the fuck i'm sorry to say like my mom's not around this table Mm. Grandma's not round this table, and these are two people that would be round this table. Of course, yeah, <laughs> they would be round this table, and it was just for me like I just shut down. Like, people are talking to me around the table, whichever way, and it's like I, I'm not trying to be rude here, but what's wrong with you? I'm good. Yeah, you might know clearly. This is like you're going into a phase like that or whatever. Think about yeah, I am. If you're gonna ask, just let me deal with it. 
Mm. I don't know. I don't mean to be rude in them moments or whatever, but I just, however I'm feeling, I literally could be talking with you one minute, then a thought's just popped into my head or whatever, where I feel guilty, because some of it comes from guilt, mm. that I shouldn't be enjoying life right now. Funny as that sounds, but those thoughts come into my head. Mm-hmm. That I don't want to be going to no, not club, but places and be social and these things when because those are trigger moments when you're when you're in a place yeah. where you feel like you're meant to be happy you think about the stuff that's happening in your life or things that's on your mind and yeah. it, it automatically takes you to play to a place of you know what i just want to leave yeah literally like that's exactly how you feel like you just want to leave literally. i felt like that because i remember when when my boy passed away um and it, again it, it wasn't even that we was close it was so it's the fact that i have known this boy since i have been a child like our families knew each other we went from primary school secondary school so it's like it's someone that I've known you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, and there was time when I went out I went out clubbing as well and I was waved and then I just started bawling like literally bawling mm-hmm. and especially when you're, when you're under the influence of alcohol like I don't know for me alcohol makes me emotional as fuck especially when I drink vodka oh yeah I'm either going to be really I'm going to be re- emotionally and literally like I'll be emotional in the sense of like upset emotional or I'll be aggressive angry emotional like it's always my emotions like but that period was probably the worst like, I literally left the place bawling I was like no I need to go home but when I got home I said to myself why should you feel guilty or having fun just because someone you know has passed away like and but that's what how we think sometimes we process our minds thinking we're not, we're not deserving of having a good time knowing that there's people around us who are literally traumatized and suffering and it's guilt but it's guilt that doesn't feed us because that's just in our minds. Right. Because like we've said, there's no correct way to deal with it. So why can't we be happy? What should we do? Sit here and cry and cry and cry and cry? You and, know what I mean? And I was going to say, on the flip side of it, I mean, if someone has passed, why can't you enjoy for them? Exactly. I see it as that as well. Like, because we all know that when some of the people who have passed away that we know, they wouldn't want us to be sitting in, in life thinking, oh, being depressed. They wouldn't want us to be upset. Do you, you know, know what I mean? Saying? They also, I know for a fact they must want you to just continue to live life because and live it for them or in their name and so, mm. or do something for them. Yeah, for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Why I say no because I'm going to be devil's advocate here as well at the same time. Um, if you, in your heart, know that person as well and you know, uh, for example, and my mum would have wanted to be there last night. Mm. It's just that she's dead. And yeah, in one aspect, it's almost like you would, and I'm not saying be fake, but you would want people to still be happy and enjoy themselves because you're not going to want them, you wouldn't want to wish bad upon them Mm. or misery or but in your heart, you really, in this case, it won't be jealousy, but you feel left out. You feel these real emotions that people suppress whether that's to please other people, to make them happy or whatever it is. But what I'm trying to say, in my mum's heart, she probably would have wanted to be there. And not saying that, oh, because I can't be here, no one must go out or mm. like have fun. But she would have wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. And she, this was an event she was really looking forward to. Like, you know, when, again, when people not take things for granted, yeah, but... She, there was times where she was talking about, I'm thinking, it's not even 2020 yet. Like, why are you talking about this? Like, But now it's like, wow, when you look back at certain conversations or whatever, it's like, whoa. Like, wow, yeah. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, my overall point is, 
that's yeah so that for me that's where the guilt comes into it because mm. i know like I, well i haven't had a friend that's passed yet but if you know that person was however they were so whether they were a party goer person or someone who was always sad or whatever i think you're gonna tailor to that person mm. but it's sometimes easy for us to just do what we want to do for them Right. If that makes sense. No, I'm following you. I'm following you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe that, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like when it comes an to example things... would be like probably a funeral for somebody. Some people they've even vocally said like how they want their funeral to be when they were alive. Yeah, and you probably went against that because you feel like you want to give them everything yeah, all of that, but they probably weren't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They probably weren't that sort of person they were very low-key they didn't want anything extravagant but you loved them so much that you wanted to give them that would they have been happy with that maybe not because that's not the sort of person they were mm. no i get but, you yeah i get you i don't i know it's gonna sound a bit um silly but um no nothing silly bro. I, we're I having s- a conversation <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> um as much as it might be as much as it might be a daunting um topic i slightly think that these are kind of conversations that we kind of like should have do you get what i mean because it's like i mean okay for like my mom for example she's kind of already told me that she wants to be cremated and she's told me that from a young age you know she's told me that from a young age and you know she had this idea of how she wants to be cremated she wants her ashes to be scattered in like jamaica um in like this soil and she wants this particular plant to grow so it's like so um, basically it's called like a mother tree or something like that. She's told me this, I'm pretty sure when I was maybe like, what, eight, nine. And I still remember that up until this day and she still wants that. So I'm like, wow. So at least I'm aware I know that she wants, like, do you get what I mean? And, you know, yeah. if we wanted to obviously give that person exactly what they wanted, I feel like it's something that probably should be vocalised. I know it's something that we probably might not want to speak about, but at the mm. same time, you won't know until you have that conversation, right? Do you know where I'm coming from? I feel like most people as well don't really know how they want to go because they don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't think about death at all. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. I guess I don't know. There's always... a lot of people that want to shut it down because there are, for me personally, I've had interesting conversations with people even prior to what I've now gone through. I um, I wouldn't say I'm a morbid person, but I can talk about death. I could talk about deep things in life. Mm. There are a lot of deep, thinkers or deep talkers in life too but there's also a majority where they're not trying to hear that so when those people want to talk about things like that they either get shut down so they don't talk about it anymore Mm. or they're not in settings where they feel comfortable to even talk about things like this Mm. but Mm. these are conversations that really need to be had needs to be normalized because i feel like in a way Mm. a lot of these things again there's no correct way to do it there's no correct way to to grieve and do these things however what i do know is that we all know for, for a fact that speaking out about a certain situation or a feeling is the first step of healing. The fact yeah. that you're able to speak about stuff and, and project out into the universe and then, because I feel like when you're doing that, you're acknowledging and understanding your thoughts and feelings about that particular situation and you're starting to get more of an understanding of how this will impact your life and what you mm. need to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it is practically like a form of therapy, really. Yeah. Because a lot of, Trauma hits people in different many ways. Like I said, someone might just not be as strong as you are and be able to speak about these things now and would have been in a rough place all up and all this time. And then it'll be that flip side of that is someone just 
not letting it affect them too much. And then like again, like in the next five years, that's that that's the trigger moment. That's when a trauma slaps them in the face. They get triggered by something that happens and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because the, yeah. it wasn't addressed from before. Now it's like, how do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is important to to speak out about any situation that you're going through really. And this is not just to Jermaine or to myself and Fabs, but just to listeners as well. Like, because I feel like we always try to act as if, you know, we can go through life and no one needs to know what's going on. But you will be surprised how many people are probably going through the exact same thing. Exactly that. Just people who just haven't spoken about it. Yeah, because let's be real. Honestly. There's how many of us on this planet? Like, no one's going to sit here and tell mm. me that you haven't experienced something that someone else has. Exactly. We must be all going through the same thing I, at some point I'm in sure life. all of us here have experienced some sort of childhood um, experience that we've all, and we've all experienced it. You know what I mean? They just haven't spoken about kind of thing, yeah. Whether that be getting beats, we can we can all sit here and vouch saying we've accepted that we've all had that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I've had my first <laughs> shit, like. So if, like, if we've all had beats... We've been through the war. You know what I mean? Like, imagine how much people have ever been through your situations or other situations that, were, that we've gone through. And I feel like it, it kind of brings a sense of comfort knowing that it's not just you. Because I feel like a lot of people, I feel like me, myself, if I've gone through a certain situation, I'll have in my mind that it's just me that's gone through it or is going through it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't feel like it's a healthy way to think or feel because ultimately no it's one's not. ever really alone and you need to have the sense of realising that it is okay to speak about certain stuff and not shy, shy out about it because at the end of the day, like I said, it's the, it's the number one process for healing for me. Mm-hmm. The power of the tongue is important. Once you confess certain stuff, you release it. It's off exactly your shoulders, it's off your mind and you can start to think of solutions as opposed to how big of the problem it is. No, it's true. Definitely. Like, I've even been referred to, uh, what do you call it? Bereavement counselling, I think. Mm. And how, how did you feel about that? At first, I kind of shut down the idea because I never really got the idea of talking to a stranger about your problems that they mm. can't give you the answers to, but you know the answers in yourself. I guess they help probe it out of you. I understand that now so that's why I'm open minded to it now but what you're saying is so true sometimes when you actually speak things out loud or you have these conversations to yourself you feel much more better than you did before because mm-hmm. I'm telling you I find myself talking to myself a lot lately now and I'm embracing it you have to I wouldn't before because it's like oh wow people are going to look at me mad or duh, duh. but then I'm like yo like, I really don't care what people people's already had opinions of me like, in life already as it is as growing up from school or like in different phases of life college whatever you need like, your professional life or whichever way you're running from that you can never run from that mm. like you can never run from that so you know what have these conversations with yourself because you'll be surprised the sort of answers you give yourself that you couldn't get from even a friend. Because sometimes people tell you what you want to hear. When you want to hear, yeah. No, honestly, Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Yourself is going to tell you the truth. It's so important because I feel like we always we always forget that we have a conscious and a subconscious mind and the person that we speak to to ourselves is a subconscious being. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because in a book that I was reading um, called The Feeling is a Secret, that me and my book club started, guys, that I spoke about in the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah, like it was highlighting how the subconscious mind is actually more related to the feminine energy of us from our from our like our mothers and whoever else. Um, and it's crazy because when you start to speak to yourself, you realize that your the the sound or the voice that you hear within is always more of a, an emotional support or it has an emotional side to it, it and it, it kind of acts off your emotions. 
And then the flesh of you, the conscious side, is just doing what it's doing or what it's known to do as opposed to processing what the mind is telling it to do, if you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like it's so important that we are speaking to ourselves because how else are you going to be able to find out more about yourself? Exactly. And it's, it's not crazy to speak to yourself. Like, we have a subconscious mind. We, our brain is so big that, fam, we, we, we're, like, we're awake when we're sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, mm. that's the subconscious mind <clears> going. <throat> so it's not like it's crazy. Like, the human body is so complex that we couldn't even begin to really understand our powers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So speaking to yourself is is the least of least sign of being crazy like that is sign of, it's a sign you're very normal yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> if you didn't speak to yourself I'll be concerned <laughs> that's how you get that's how you create your sanity real talk Do you get what I'm saying that's how you create your sanity literally um I was gonna ask as well Jermaine um how would you say that you've been looking after yourself um mentally and physically oh it's like <laughs> for me it's like my gym routine <laughs> come on it's like mm-hmm. I, I treat it seriously, but then at the same time, I don't because I'm not matching like what I'm eating in regards to the goal that I'm trying to reach mm. when I'm gymming. Mm-hmm. So with what you just asked me, gym helps in one aspect, release tension. Gym's therapeutic for me, like mentally, mm. physically, of course. So that helps in regards to coping mentally and stuff. But then at the same time, have I been eating properly? No. Definitely not. It's even worse because more times having my mom there, I'm not going to lie, she'll be cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. So it's like dinner, mm-hmm. more times dinner would be there. Mm-hmm. That's not the question anymore. Mm-hmm. Like there's been about a few Sundays where my dad didn't even cook Sunday dinner. So it's like, there's just, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing. You, you best be fending for yourself now. Like now I actually have to, even though I've always lived, not always, but I, I lived alone and stuff. Um, I've never really lacked my own company like that so more times I will actually be heading down to my mom's for dinner or whichever way if you know what I mean mm-hmm. and now it's completely out of the question now and I've had a one friend that always used to say you know what yeah you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna learn life soon like you see how you're living with yourself now soon they didn't say you won't have a mom to do these things but what they used to say what are you gonna do when your parents won't be around no more and they would mostly say when they moved back to Jamaica at the time, because my parents are Jamaican, and they've always kind of had this idea to move back to Jamaica. And I never knew how I would operate, to be honest with you. Well, I think I used to say, yeah, man, I'll be calm, man, I'll be fine. Like mm-hmm. I've always been independent. I've always kind of fend for myself anyway. But now that is actually not an option. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. been tough. It's been tough. I just go with the flow. I'm not going to lie. Certain days when I realize I'm really getting into that depression all the way, but okay, I need to take myself to the gym. I need to do things that will make me feel better right now. Mm-hmm. Then there's other days where you just can't be asked. Mm-hmm. Like you really can't be asked. You really, you can't be asked that you can't be bothered to even eat and you're hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's crazy, but that's the exact feeling that it is. Like I don't want to eat but I am hungry. Mm. And that could go for, I would say, a couple days. Yeah, literally, a couple days. And I'm someone who smokes, so that being said, and drinks, <laughs> but that being said, Sam, you could, yeah, it's been a struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't gone off the roads where I'm now an alcoholic or drug abuser, <laughs> but I have turned to those substances thinking it's 
not gonna get me through the situation, but hey, I want to just be intoxicated right now. And I ain't got to ask anyone to do so. But it's not the it's not the right answer mm-hmm. because as you know, drinking your problems don't go anywhere. No, it's like because I tried someone, <laughs> trying someone someone was arguing me the other day. It wasn't someone; it was Shala. She okay. tried to tell me that an alcohol is not an antidepressant, and it is. Alcohol, oh, it alcohol is an antidepressant. Is. It honestly is. And no, no, she tries to tell me that alcohol is not a drug, but it is because oh, an antidepressant is a form of a drug, and that's what alcohol is. And again, oh, saying going off what you were saying, like. Like I said, we we know each other really well. Like you're my, you're my guy. Like so, you already know. You already know you've got people around you as well that won't let you go off the rolls. I feel like you know that as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you indulging in what you're indulging in is also for me. It sounds mad, but it's a form of self care. It's making you realize that you are a human being, and yeah. even if you are going to be smoking or drinking, it's not going to be. Like that's gonna be you Monday to Sunday sitting in your house with the vod- vod- vodka bottle acting for the like, rest of your life. Like, like yeah, you know what I mean, you're not gonna. That's some EastEnders scene. Like that's some Tiffany thing. Like you're not gonna be sitting there doing that. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> but ultimately, again, it, the fact that you're aware of it, I don't even speak to you about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I said, you've spoken about it, you've confessed it with your tongue. You are aware. You've acknowledged yeah. it. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're in control of it, bro, that's all that really matters. Because there is no correct way to deal with it. No one can sit here and say, oh. Drinking and smoking isn't good when you're going through stuff. Who are you to tell me that? Yeah, you're exactly a doctor. that. Even if you wasn't a doctor, you're, you're not experiencing what I'm experiencing. You know mm. what I mean? So, <laughs> no, no, it's real. true, man. I feel like... Well, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, go no, ahead. no, you go on, you go on. No, I was just going to say, just to um, conclude with what I was saying as well on that question. People just, however, for who is listening right now, you know how you cope best with things. But sometimes you may have to try other things that you never thought of too. Mm. That's a part of growth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not to be comfortable with what you're used to. Because how would you know if something else may actually be beneficial if you've never tried? What, 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 what? Tell him. No, I mean, honestly, do you, know how, do you know how good it feels to hear you speak like this? Because like, we've, we've had loads of conversations over the years in life. And like you said, you haven't always been at that, this stage. But no, to hear it again, like from the last time we spoke about two weeks or so ago, like I'm just like, yeah, you're you really are practicing what you preach, and I can I can feel the shift in you. So whatever it is you're doing, just keep doing it because you're on track. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen, man. Amen. It's God, man. I'm telling you, it has to be God, like, because I don't know where I've got this sort of. As you know, bro, like I've not always spoke like this. Mm. I used to be one of the most. Not negative people. When you just, get, fam, you would get into negative mindsets and call me and be like, "Mouse, yeah. talk me out of it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And now it's like whatever sort of spirit that's in me now. Some would say like cousins of mine would be like, "It's your mom or grandma like that you've got like you've gained." What did they say? Guardian angels. Like, yeah. Amen. I don't know. If I know I bro, yeah, bro, listen. Degree, you need to know, yeah. As human beings, we are all spirits. And we have flesh, yeah. which happens to just be our body. So your cousin telling you that your your mum and your grandma with you, it's not a lie. It's not a lie at all. It's not a lie. So if anything, tap into it because those are that's what's gonna guide you throughout this process. Mm-hmm. In all honesty. Trust me. You know, they've gone, but in the mind they're always going to live. Exactly. Always. And whatever message you receive, all right, don't ignore it. Tap into it. Literally. Tap into it. Follow it. You get me because it's in front. It's in front of you for a reason. Do you get what I'm saying? You know. And the same way that we speak to ourselves, 
don't feel like you're crazy if you start speaking out randomly to and speaking to your mum or gran. It's part of, listen, you're gonna get an answer back, is what I'll tell you. Mm. Try it and tell me if anyone if no one answers you, then you can say, okay, Miles, you lied. But I guarantee you, <laughs> you're gonna feel or hear subconsciously a response. I promise you. Trust me. No man, you've got this man for us for and us. One one more thing as well, I don't because I I didn't hear you mention it. Um, I feel like what you, I've, one thing that I would advise or recommend for you to do is to start journaling and um, writing things out. Do you know what? It's funny how you brought that up because who was I talking to? Forget who I was talking to the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I actually started that. Oh, really? I bought to myself a big ass red journal because red's my favorite color, people. <laughs> but yeah, man, I bought that journal and I started doing that. But my consistency again is very. Yeah, certain days you're on it. Like I don't know what's the best way to do because I used to do it every night. Mm. I wait till the day is finished so I could reflect back on the day and write like just how I felt and address my mum and some of the messages or grandma. That so I've tried to do that, but mm. it's just I haven't been consistent with it. And that's the thing. There's... That's been some like life, just things like work. When you get home yeah. late, you're tired, so you don't you forget to do it. Or so it's been through stuff like that. But I definitely hear what you're saying. It does help. It helps, trust me. Even for me, like yeah. I, I've been journaling since as well, but I've I've been struggling to do it every day. But I I don't I don't hold myself to it like oh shit, Miles, you didn't do nothing today. Like and hold it against myself because right. the next day is still there. So right, don't right. feel like because you haven't been consistent and done it every day that it's not going to matter if you do it once a week. You know what I mean? Don't. Then it's like, I don't. Like, I definitely hear you, yeah, but for me, it's like because I date my pages. Yeah, it's like I've tired sometimes. It's like when you go into your diary. Yeah, it's like. Where's the last time when you wrote something dated? Yeah, like, in yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I feel you still. You yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You, you have a bit of OCD about you want to have four things in format. Yeah, I have no yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I think the journaling is one hundred percent important because at least you'll be able to look back on how you once feel and you can also see how you obviously came from that. Do you get what I'm saying? I think it's definitely one hundred percent important that it's you know that you do that, man. For reals, for reals. But um, no, nah, man, trust me. Oh, gosh. What I'm saying is, like, I'm just so happy that we've been able to, you know, have this conversation today. I'm going to lie, you lot weren't even seeing us, but I was kind of small, small, winning up in the corner, you know. I'm Literally, I can't lie to you. I swear to God. Lie. Like, I was, serious. I was looking over to myself, I was like, is, is Fabian? I'm not even going to lie to you, fam. I could, I could feel it, you. but I didn't want to look at you. Do you know what it is? I'm not. I'm not used to these conversations, you get what I'm saying? And even just, obviously, I know you, Jermaine, as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah, Obviously, I'd never want anyone to kind of go through certain um, things, but you know, it is, it's it's a life process. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And, you know, 100%. I think it's, it's when you hear how real things are. This is it. And again, you obviously yeah. hear of it, but when you actually, actually deep it and it's happened to someone that you know, you're like, oh, rah, this is real life. Mm-hmm. This is it. And obviously the fact that I know you and knowing that you've gone through all these things, do you get what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course it definitely had to touch me. Do you get mm. what I'm coming from? You know, so, yeah, yeah. you know, these things Just close to home kind of thing yeah yeah 100 100 but you know what like i'm happy i'm so so happy that you've been able to just express i'm i'm pretty sure it's been even amazing for you as well but honestly bro like i rate you and i big you up so so much like honestly like levels um but no honestly bro thank you so so much for just taking the time to just express man um i just wanted to ask just one more thing just before we go okay Sure. Um, I guess for our listeners, what else for, for for anyone who's obviously going through what you've obviously gone through and so forth, like what advice would you give 
just as a like a, a quick thing? Um, I would say make this. Uh, let me not even start. I'm gonna say this so confidently. Whatever it is that you are, and you've always felt in life that you wanted to be, make this the reason to fully be that. Because I'm sorry, my my people them did not die in vain. Amen. And I'm going to definitely. They've already left the legacy, which is us as a big family, I guess. <laughs> but there's more that there's more to come. There's more to come, and you will hear their names and stuff through the work that you do, the goodness that you do, because you came from these people. Mm-hmm. So you've got to hang on to that. And it's not going to be easy. I would not wish this on my worst enemy, if I'm honest with you. Mm-hmm. However, it's a part of your journey and you've got to somehow see that. You might not understand it in the moment. You might not understand it within a year. You might not understand it by five years' time. But I'm telling you, you, you will understand it eventually. And trust the process. It's not going to be easy to trust something that you, that you don't understand. Why has it happened? Or why is it happening? But Miles, you know what? You said something the other day and it stayed with me, bro. Sometimes it's not why me. It's what is the lesson that God's really trying to get me to see here? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's bigger than you. Maybe it's bigger than all of you. Even it had to take like your loved ones to go as well for certain other things to kind of fall in place. As crazy as that seems, but you know what? I've got to somehow think positive about it. In regards to maybe your loved one passed away for a reason. We can be angry at it. We can be lost about it. But it happened for a reason. And don't force yourself to try to see that reason. But trust your feeling in the things you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that energy. Yes, 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 yes. Word, word, word. That was a, that was a good, good summary. I really Amen. Thank you so much, man. Honestly. No oh, man, thank you guys for even allowing me to even be in this episode. As I said, like it, it, it has helped me. It's actually helped me, especially well. Last night was crazy, and I'm still kind of a bit <laughs> all over the place. But you know what? Just even talking with you guys now, it has helped me a lot. Mm. I'm gonna have a good remainder of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a good remainder of the day. So thank you guys. Like honestly, thank you. Honestly, bro. Yeah, man. Honestly, bro. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure um, having you on today. Um, and again to our listeners on the Instagram at underscore dot layers of life and Jermaine as well can you plug in your socials so you don't stay up to date with what you're doing regarding your music and also the radio station yeah sure straight so you could find me everything on Drifty Artist D-R-I-F-T-Y-A-R-T-I-S-T and in regards to the radio station Unity Extra U-N-I-T-Y-X-T-R-A on everything Twitter, Instagram, so forth. Oh, yeah, make sure you guys plug in, man. Plug in. Yeah, plug in. Plug in, man, guys. So, yes, end of this episode. It's been your boy Milo. It's your boy Fabs. Bringing you Layers of Life. Peace out. We out.